right, welcome back to Batting Around. It's Batting Around. It's a baseball podcast. We are back again. First podcast of May. I am your co-host, Jane Ost. With me, as always, is Lauren. Tanner, Bibby. Not going to acknowledge that. Steven. Yo? What was that? Yo? Tanner Bibby. Tanner Bibby? Tanner Bibby. I don't know what you're doing. Tanner, Tanner Bibby. Tanner Bibby? He's a starting pitcher for the Cleveland Guardians. And Tanner Bibby. the uh, pitcher, Pitching Ninja on Twitter keeps posting GIFs of his pitching. He's on a really hot start debut. But every time, every time, every time he he posts about him, he the name Tanner Bibby sticks in my head. Tanner Bibby. Tanner Bibby. He looks like he keeps a shotgun in his pickup truck. Tanner Bibby. Tanner Bibby. You know what it reminds me of? Because Laura and I turned you on to the Tim Rogers videos, how he talks about his dog, Bibby Bevis. Tanner Bibby. 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 Tabby, Tanner Bibby. This is my this is my baby, Tanner Bibby. Tanner Bibby. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, you might have noticed that the vibes are weird here because just like when we do our weekend morning ones, this is different because we're doing like batting around after dark. It's probably like dark where you guys are. Yeah. Right now, not, you guys are all East East Coast folks. Be dark at 9 p.m., yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, it's, I know. I still got a little bit of twilight here. I got, I'm That's nice. Well, you're, you're right in the now. part of the I'm world vibing. where you get like daylight 24 hours a day for half the year, right? I'm in, I'm in God's country. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I'm in, I'm in the, the central time zone where the baseball teams are bad, but you know what? The, the, the sunset's great. Are they bad? Yes, they are really That's... bad. I know as, <laughs> as of, as of the other day anyway, the AL Central as a whole was on, uh, average pace for 63 wins. So okay, yes, extremely bad. Speaking of of team leading the the central divisions, <laughs> thank you, Lauren, for uh, taking away my little segue here to introduce our guest. But why did she take it away? Why? why well, you know, you want to do it? Sure, yeah, why sure, I will. It? I will. Welcome back, uh, Charles Starr, friend of the pod, third, Hi, fourth appearance now. I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, mm-hmm. famously, my dad's favorite uh, guest ho- guest host of the yes. podcast. Oh wow. It was, it was my dad's birthday last week, and uh, I got Happy him. Happy birthday! I got him a a, a, a flame gun for uh, searing steaks in your appearance tonight. Oh, that's wow! Nice. Uh, if you want me to record a cameo, it's a low, low price. <laughs> <laughs> ah, Charles, how's it going? Uh, good, all good. Uh, you know it's good, though. I I do have a bone yeah. to pick. I'm sure. I have a bone to pick specifically uh, with Jane. Okay. Oh, good. It's not. I'm going to read. I, I thrive on conflict. So let's I am go. going to read. Now that I've DM. been on Blue Sky for a week and not <laughs> I'm, like yeah. driving myself crazy on Twitter, uh, yeah. I need to mm-hmm. fill that conflict gap here. So I'm yeah. glad you're here, Charles. Let's go. Here bring we it, go. Bring this it. is yesterday, mm-hmm. 10:48 a.m. Mm-hmm. DM from Ellen Ring. Mm-hmm. Hey, it's pretty last minute, but would you want to come on the show to talk about the pirates? So mm-hmm. far, so good. This sounds great. Yeah. Before they come crashing back to Earth. I did get it. I did get very insulting with that. Before yeah. they come crashing back to Earth. <laughs> Charles, Charles. And then what exactly and, is wrong with what I said? Because that seems to be the consensus of everybody. That seems to be the consensus of everything. That is what kind of God's country are you living in? <laughs> That is, the Midwest. I, we that, is that is that is you, you know, Char- uh, Charles in, in 15 years when you're begging for uh, clean water. Uh, I'm going to remember this when you show up <laughs> when you show up to the Wisconsin Caliphate. Uh, I am going to turn you down as an East Coast elite. New, New York uh, already built a pipeline all the way to California by then. <laughs> look, my camera is on. 
It is. I want you to think real hard how much I think about 15 years from now. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> I, I really uh, don't either. This is it's an, it's an empty. I think it's an empty threat from me too here. If you if you if you could yeah. If you um. To see me. So no. I, I look. I are they real? I don't know what is real. Laws aren't real. So mm-hmm. I, I the fact is, I don't think about them coming crashing down while they're winning. I just think mm-hmm. about them winning while they're winning. Yeah, that's a how, yeah. Oh, the attitude. Yeah. I mean, I like the because it's not like there are I've seen some posts of some metrics which are like, you know, they're they're shit like their BABIP is high and the BABIP against is low and it's kind of you know, maybe it, not sustainable or something like that. But I like, I don't, I don't care. BABIP, you know, BIP, all like, that shit's fake. No, I mean, but it doesn't like, I, I, I assign it enough like value to be like, Oh, maybe, mm-hmm. you know, but I'm not betting on this. I don't like, I, I don't I stopped gambling when I was really young because I got burned a couple of times. <laughs> uh, and so I don't do that. I just watch sports for sports. And so and they're winning. Mm-hmm. Why do I why do I need to just like be depressed? about? No, that's it? I think that's a really fair and healthy attitude. Thankfully, I am here to care about the numbers for no real reason whatsoever. Yeah, no, no, no. And I think Go ahead. there's been some really in- interesting writing on fan graphs uh, from several friends including one from friend of the show well, i just want to say just like uh with communism i do not read theory <laughs> i think you know you know i think i think like uh that's that's smart that's kind of like how you know Tarek has always said no i'm not a cop i'm a i'm a liberal yeah you know i think i think that's smart it's just like you know i don't need to hold myself to this to the highest standard whatever i'm a liberal whatever i'm i'm in, i'm vibing on these games yeah. I'm not trying to mm-hmm. figure out if Connor Joe is for real, yeah. but I, Connor I, Joe is for real. Con, I will I, say that well, he might be Connor yeah. Joe uh, is the one I still believe in the least, but that's just me. But the consensus that the fan graphs people are starting to come around to, I think is really interesting from a statistical perspective. Also from like a watching the games perspective is at the very least, we can all agree. They're not as bad as we thought they were. Yeah. And that's huge. Does remind me a lot of like the last couple years with the Orioles. Mm-hmm. And now it's kind of accepted wisdom that like, oh, no, they're they're in the AL East that they're, you know, they're they're competitive. They're they're on the upswing. They're doing it. And this kind of reminds me of a couple years ago when people were like, there might be some with this Orioles team. Yeah, like it seems like there might be some kind of like a uh, the, the, the fabled core coalescing is what everybody always sure. says they want. Yeah, I, I think, look, I will say my feeling is that the biggest improvement has been if you think about the team having like i don't know if this is their exact alignment now but 13 pitchers and 12 like you know non-pitcher players the three people who are not in any given game Mm -hmm. can come up to bat without you getting a glass of water (laughs) yeah Right. Like, no, that's huge. Like, the the six or seven interchangeable guys at the bottom of the roster are major league players, all of them. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. Like, all of them are like 
credible major leaguers, even the ones who people like I, for, from what I can see, pirate fans are much more suspicious of Suwinski than Connor Joe, right? Mm-hmm. Because Suwinski strikes out a ton, but this year he's been walking a lot. He's been making much more contact. Not so Connor Joe own, has two much, more yeah. doubles tonight, you know, like mm-hmm. he's, like he's just swinging the bat mm-hmm. very well and he's taking mm-hmm. pitches too. Castro's been great. Santana and McCutcheon started hot. He hasn't been as hot, but Santana's still hitting the ball. When when is the furry convention in town? (laughs) I don't know. I'm looking forward to it. If the pirates are on the road, McCutcheon is going to be so pissed. They they need to make sure that that lines up. Now that we know the research, Mm -hmm. now that we've we've seen the evidence. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So is it, it's, I, I'm trying to remember if, the furry convention is in Pittsburgh or if it's in a hotel where the pirates play on the road, it's in, like, Pittsburgh. is it in Pittsburgh? It's like oh, downtown. Okay. Yeah, it is. Oh, okay. it's a convention center. Yeah. It's, I, like, okay. it's like two blocks away or something. It's really close. Okay. I remember going there yeah. for the 4th of July weekend because the Phillies were playing the pirates and that was a nice little, Oh, let's yeah, drive yeah. out to mm-hmm. whatever. And leaving the park, I had to, I had to explain to my mother why there were people in fursuits walking mm-hmm. around. They're masturbating, Mom. <laughs> it's very sexual to them. Uh, let me introduce you to a word called yiffing. <laughs> please, please don't do this to me. I have to like hide your this mom's listening Sorry. from my mother. <laughs> um, we'll make a we'll make a second feed of Stephen's mom feed. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> good news. Okay, this is the podcast where we out Stephen to his mom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We out him as a podcaster. Uh, no, we're we already, gonna, did, we're we already make, did that. We've already done this joke, but no, no, we're going to have a second feed for Stephen's mom. The episodes are going to be 24 minutes long. <laughs> It'll just be like pleasant updates into our lives. We'll, yeah, yeah, yeah. We read the we read the nightly box score. We go, that's Shohei Otani. Connie, isn't he cool? And then it's over. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, good, good news. I will say, when you started saying you were in, you know, you were in Pittsburgh and you ended up saying Phillies or 4th of July. You said 4th of July, but it started with an F sound. And I was like, if he just deadpans, I was in Pittsburgh for the furry. Convention. <laughs> I'm going to applaud. I, was, mm-hmm. I, 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 I will go on record. Uh, I am not a furry. I am an ally to the furry community. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, Long time ally, ally to the furry community. I've had furry friends since the early 2000s. Yep. I don't I don't feel the need to articulate my relationship to a community of furries that I'm not a part of on this podcast. Well, <laughs> like that, this this podcast really doesn't need any more uh, subcultures to be a part. No, of. We, we are already too hobbied up. Uh, yeah, I, I would not I would not call myself uh, an ally. <laughs> okay. I, I would say I would say I'm tolerant in a very uh, Republican yeah. dad way. <laughs> Yeah, but I have a very my relationship to it is very much like uh, the the least transphobic you could have been about trans people in 2007, but towards furries, mm-hmm. where, it's, where it's like not my business. Just so the furry people uh, don't get too mad at me, I will be clear that it is exactly like any other cosplayer. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I've told my like for wear sort of- human clothes. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> wear human clothes. I've told my like sort of adjacent story to this about coming out of an Orioles game and there was a bunch of people carrying weird stuff around outside the ballpark, right? No. No. They were carrying stuffed uh uh horse figures in, in varying colors. 
and I had gone oh, to a baseball game no. the night of the last night of the last Brony. Oh. <laughs> See, Brony's a different thing. It's Bronies totally. Different. I know it's a different insanely thing. Insanely dark, different thing. Yeah, <laughs> I know yeah, it's yeah, a different yeah. thing. Yeah. It's still a, a a convention of awkward people who should be told to do these things. Yeah. I definitely watched uh, Jenny Nicholson's hour long YouTube video about the last BronyCon, and yeah, it no, it was, was great. I watched yeah. it too. That's how I found out I had accidentally like been within a hundred meters of it. Yeah. <laughs> Was it was it when you saw your pixelated face in the in like a random frame? <laughs> Just like a, a, a gas wearing an Orioles cap on the way out. Yeah. Just like Boog's barbecue sauce a little bit on the. <laughs> Bro- bronies are like. We don't need to get no. too deep into. No, it was no one. No, no. That's something we can like leave in the vault of like pre-Trump era like. That ended in 2018, as far as I'm concerned. Bronies ceased to exist. It ended then because bronies were a, a nascent fascist movement. Yeah, mm-hmm. they really were. They all so, became like, proud boys. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. All of them have uh, cutie mark tattoos on their asses. It's true. Okay, let's let's get back to the thing. The pirates. <laughs> the yeah. Anthrocon is in Pittsburgh this year, June 29th to July 2nd. And the pirates are playing at home every single one of those days. Beautiful. Wonderful. Beautiful. So Wonderful. incoming 280 WRC plus. Yeah, yeah. Very, very just putting up a 1400 OPS that weekend. That's know? right. I would I would love because I mean the it's American culture. There have to be baseball fans attending the furry convention oh yeah who, who read defector and know about the tweets right mm-hmm. like that those venn diagrams have significant enough overlap there has that someone in yeah there are that, they right, know. right like someone can reach out to the pirates media office or through his agent oh they and know be he knows. like and be like, Kutch should come hang out. <laughs> like, if it's an evening game, like, come at noon. You can keynote, you know, the Omega Verse discussion. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. Don't. No, we we. I I think we have to keep Kutch as far away from Omega. No, no, he's stuff like. <laughs> There's probably like a night two panel called like Let Them Play or something. Kutch is kind of like a dork. Right. It's yeah, one yeah. of the charming things about Absolutely. him is that he's like yeah. when he went on Ellen, it was like it was like putting on a comfortable robe, yeah. you know, <laughs> like. And so I think it would be like, obviously, he's not doing the Omega verse panel, but he would walk through that hallway, shaking hands and having 100%. the fucking time of his life laughing. Absolutely. 100%. Because I think when asked about it, he was like totally judgment free about it. He's like, it's, it's funny. To be in he like the it. city where they're walking around, he loves and so it. I'm serious. Yeah. Someone, someone from the con should reach out to the pirate press office and be like, you know, this is a thing, and we would love to have him, you know, make an appearance for the day. I'm willing to go this one step further. I'm going to take this one step further. If teams are going to be having fucking Harry Potter nights, yeah. the Pittsburgh Pirates can have a furry night. That is absolutely that would, yeah. true. That would furry work. night at PNC Park. I I can see it now. It's 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 beautiful. This may be 
the first year in like eight where they don't need to sell seats. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, you know, if Kutch shows up to that, if he has any sort of association. Hey, we lost a little bit of audio right here, but basically all I did was say that Bailey of Foolish Baseball deserves the credit for figuring out that Kutch hits better when the furries are around. Because he is the one that figured this out. Like, they need to give him a job. The Tampa Bay Rays are going to hire Bailey one of these days, (laughs) but it's like, you know. It's it's gonna happen. Yeah, like whatever Kutch is making this year, three three games worth of salary is the very least that the organization mm-hmm. could. I need over. to be clear that for the Pirates to give him a million dollars, he has to be able to play three positions, yeah. <laughs> not just right field or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Otherwise, he's getting the same seven hundred and seventy thousand dollars as everyone else. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> Why are they doing so good? Like what? 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 We we talked about this much. Like, what, is, what is even happening? Just the starting, starting pitching has been it? going deep into games. Mm-hmm. They okay. don't have. Wow, a, what's that like? Yeah, they don't have a. <laughs> their bullpen is not deep. Uh-huh. Bednar is incredible. I think he's got eight Bednar or nine rules. saves. Yeah, yeah. Already, great, really right? good, really good Bauman piece about Bednar in, in on Fangraphs right now. It's worth yeah. checking out. If I can do a yeah. quick aside, there's a really lovely anecdote from this article I want to share that it's like perfectly encapsulates. The feeling of watching a curveball, a really good breaking curveball, mm. is like watching it is like gives you the tingle in the corners of your mouth that you when you bite into a lime. Mm-hmm. It's exactly nice. what a David Bednar curveball is like. He, he's buzzing at 95, 96, and it kind of dances. Mm-hmm. So you don't get like a flat because he throws over the middle a surprising amount, um, but it moves. And so it's not getting hammered. It's a little bit like Rich Rodriguez before people obviously caught him using spider tech yeah, <laughs> and the yeah. Braves had him giving up nothing but home runs. But like it just it if if moves and it's like he's great they don't really have a super reliable eighth inning guy but holderman's been very good and because uh and rich hill and velasquez especially has been amazing and oviedo gave him a bunch of good starts and did i say rich hill i think i did Mm -hmm. there's like one more i think there's one more starter whose name is not but all of them are going, you know, six innings regularly without taxing the bullpen. They're not really getting blown out. And so they haven't had to rely on weak pitchers. Oh, Keller, idiot. Keller is the last one who's having a really good year. And so the fact that they don't have their innings being eaten up by a triple-A pen is why you know the whole team's not hitting but their collective stats are good and Brian Reynolds is hitting the shit out of the ball and a bunch of guys are having sort of hot streak years i mean Connor Joe and Sewinsky both have an OPS just shy of 1000 right they they're playing good baseball. The defense yep. has been pretty reliable, except for when Juan Bay is in center field, where he might as well have a cane. Like he has no <laughs> idea. He's an infielder. He's an infielder that they stuck out in the outfield. Like you're fast, they, just go for it. You guys, yeah, speed. literally, yeah. literally that principle. You might not that, know how to get a good jump or what or routes to take, but you're fast. Go for yeah, it. you're basically no, if Pookie Betts can do can go from center field to, or right field to shortstop, you can yeah, do the reverse, yeah. right? right. That's yeah, I mean, it's like yeah. it's like pretending everyone's Craig Bichio, and like he's just bad. The ball gets up 
in the lights and he's like one of you guys can take it i have no idea where this fucking thing <laughs> is i'm just covering my head okay and so it's an adventure he's really legitimately terrible at the position <laughs> um and but they got a bunch of guys like you know they got matthias from the rangers and castro's been playing very good shortstop not great he's not a great defender either but like they have the infield covered. And mm-hmm. so they, when they want to give someone a rest and get Bay in the game, because he's he is great on the bases, they put him out there. And so that's why they're winning. They're they're the shitty parts of their bullpen are watching the games like people with good seats. That that's makes why sense. Yeah. I, games. I haven't really looked into this too much. Do you think they're benefiting from the change to the uh shifting rules at all? Like are, are there a lot of guys who maybe previous years they would have been those would have been a lot of out of outs or it's all around so. kind of general good play. Yeah, just good play. I mean, the guy like Hayes is prop. Hayes makes good contact and he hits the ball super hard. And he probably has like the worst launch angle statistics in baseball. He's like a real ground ball machine. It's a problem because, you know, it, that he just grounds out way too much for a guy who makes as much mm-hmm. contact good like really good contact as he does he's hitting it right at fielders all the time and that's why his numbers are depressed and so like he will occasionally go through streaks where he gets the ball in the air and when he does he looks incredible but and everyone kind of says he's a savvy enough player his, his makeup is good enough that he, he can figure that out is oh, what i've always 100%, heard yeah 100 and he uh my favorite thing about Cabrian Hayes is I don't know if you saw this when it went, cause I think it first went viral on like TikTok. you know, like there's that, I assume there's more than one, but there was one guy who like walks around filming people with headphones in and like kind of, and asks mm-hmm. them what they're listening to. And someone picked up that like, he was just walking through like the Upper East Side and the guy he didn't know that he was talking to Cabrian Hayes, but he posted it and Cabrian Hayes just said whatever thing he was listening to. And someone else was like, what the fuck was that Cabrian Hayes? <laughs> <laughs> because he's just whatever, unassuming dude, a guy he just answered and walked on, you know? Um, but yeah, he seems really cool. And literally, if he couldn't hit a lick, he's the best defensive player in baseball <laughs> yeah currently third on the outs above average list uh neck and neck with javier bias and josh rojas to start the season yeah yeah he's it's incredible like he his movements are so fluid he's always in the right place and his throws are like you know the pirates just don't have a particularly good defensive first baseman set like everyone is like either 37 or 300 pounds and he just hits them right except for connor joe connor joe plays there a lot (laughs) but he just hits him like right in the glove no one has to reach for shit when it gets hit to third base so it's great um can you explain to me why i a person who watched vince velasquez pitch for six years am seeing this vince velasquez do these things this year Called growth, Stephen. People grow. <laughs> Philadelphia isn't the center of the universe. You cannot prove that. Given given that attitude, I'm going to say karma. Mm. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um. I no, I I don't know. He's throwing. He's throwing well. And if anyone says the word variance to me, I will hit them with a bus. I don't I, know what to say to you. Yeah, I the, always the, liked him. 
and we like he 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 would always have these games that like he was amazing in like he had one it was like six like a 16 strikeout game or something um he would have these incredible games where he'd just show off this amazing stuff and he would literally never like over the course of a season he would never ever live up to it and it bummed me out so fucking much because i just liked him and i just wanted him mm-hmm. to be good but he never ever was so uh since no. some maybe a portents of doom for for the pirates but this is another thing where if we just wanted to actually read and do research there's another great article on fangraphs all about uh vince velasquez and how he's ditched uh his uh you know i can't read i know you can't read it's it's a terrible tragedy gays can't read or do math now i guess i'm glad you chimed in lauren because i'm gonna be honest i intentionally didn't <laughs> listen to anything that steven said there i knew he, it would just <laughs> depress me so he's throwing he ditches knuckle curve sliders. and he's throwing the slider yeah. more yeah. he's just yes which as the article points out is how kevin gossman became an ace overnight yeah hmm? He's throwing he's he's throwing fastballs and sliders. Whatever his third pitch was in Philadelphia, the Pirates made him throw it away. They found out sliders are good. Wow. Mm-hmm. A knuckle curve. Yeah. Just throw throw a slider instead, and you'll be worth three hundred million dollars in two years. Yeah. <laughs> it's that simple, yep. folks. Yep, I, I've been working on my slider. <laughs> and they told me I have to break fifty before they'll even watch the tape. <laughs> i don't know you know you're not that you're not that far from rich hill i don't think no, <laughs> no. it really he is funny to watch he's man, so fun he's he looks like he's throwing batting practice he really yeah. does like the, you see numbers that look like position player numbers <laughs> pop up <laughs> in the hit box mm-hmm. it's fantastic he's i was like that forever i love it because like he doesn't look like a guy who's six yeah. foot five. Oh, he no. does not he's on the mound. he just looks like a schlubby little dude but he's he, he's a giant that's yeah. really funny i didn't realize <laughs> that either because i really i look at rich hill and i like a tear because it's mm-hmm. like it's like there he is that's me <laughs> that's that's me. Mm-hmm. Like he's, I wouldn't have said that 10 years ago, 10 years ago when he was in shape and I was exactly like this <laughs> and I was his age. But now. Hey, we lost audio on this part too. We just talked about how Rich Hill is a really cool guy, um, how he got <laughs> kicked out uh, and I think arrested at a Patriots game, defending his wife from cops. Um, so he's the cool kind of wife guy, not the bad kind of wife guy. Uh, yeah. So back to the show. He's a he's a mensch. He's good shit. Love him. Yeah. Steven, you have again. your hand up. No, you're back. You're back. We didn't. You froze. You froze when we were talking. I do. Well, here's the thing. I don't know if it records you talking when I freeze because I am recording. I think mm. it does. Nah, it probably we'll does. Figure it out. Well, yeah, it whatever. Jane's problem, not ours. Yep, exactly. Yeah. yeah. No. Um, can we can we talk about one other big pirates thing? Drew Drew Maggi. Did you talk about Drew yeah. Maggi? Was no, that we all haven't talked week? about no, Drew Maggi on the it, podcast, no. but we, we should talk about Drew Maggi on the podcast. I wanted to be super cynical about it. Yeah. Right. Let's because... let's let's provide context. Yeah. Okay. All right. So, all right, all right. so Drew Mag Drew Maggi is an organization guy. Like he's bounced around, but actually, I think the Pirates have had him in the organization like multiple. Drafted him. Came they, him up. They, yeah. They drafted him. He like got he got a moonlight Graham with the twins. Yeah, the he was twins there for called three... him up 
and never put him in a game. Yeah. Awful. So he didn't even get the yep. Moonlight Graham where he was a defensive replacement. Yep. He got good seats for three games. <laughs> uh, and then he went back down to the minors. I think the Pirates had him in the organization and then let him go again. Mm-hmm. But they signed him a couple of years ago. Where he was in Philly. He went to Philly after that. Wait, he got called up? By no, the he was Phillies? in the Phillies. He was in their yeah, system. Yeah. yeah. So he's... Yeah. He's been in every all of the all of the teams that we go for on this podcast. He's been in all of our systems and it wasn't until now. <laughs> <laughs> right. And so and so this year, um, I don't remember what the precipitating incident was. I don't remember if it was Brian Reynolds going on like bereavement leave for an uncle or some other like injury, but he gets called up and it's really unclear why he gets the call because it was an outfielder who I think had gotten a strain or something. Oh, Brian Reynolds going on the list, but they call him up as an infielder. He's not having a call up here. He's batting like 185 at double a. But the feeling in pirates chat and my instinct when I first heard about this call up is this guy is someone who they're going to keep in the organization as a coach. Ah. And this is like their way of mm-hmm. like tipping their cap, giving him mm. a send off. And like, this will be his next year. And like next year, he'll be working in like Bradenton or Greensboro well, or something. Right. You know what? Whatever happens now, this week, he got a top baseball card. That's right. There you go. Right. Drew Maggi so- baseball card now. And so it was a little frustrating because like I'm I'm too cynical and too much of the conversation was like, you know, those like really heartwarming videos of the kid in a wheelchair who they wheel out to like hit an uncontested basket, you know, with the last mm-hmm. game of his senior year or something. And I'm like, this guy's like a an adult who's like one of the <laughs> he's, best he's 33. baseball. He's my, he's, he's younger than me, but like, yeah, I'm no spring chicken. Like he's no, yeah. but, no but I, what I mean is he's like sincerely an elite athlete. Mm-hmm. It's just impossible to become a major league baseball player. Yeah. So you can't like treat him like a child. Right. And I like felt a wish a little kid. Yeah. Yeah. It's not like you don't have to make it infantilizing, but at the same time, the first time he gets out on the field, it's like impossible to not root for him. Mm-hmm. His first at bat, like he fucking lasers a foul ball. And I'm like, oh, damn it. And then he strikes out and he looked a little overmatched. And then his next game he started and he didn't get a hit. And then the third game gets rained out. And so it's the day of the doubleheader against the Nationals. And he doesn't play in the first game. And in the second game, the Pirates score 16 runs. (laughs) And so when they have a 12-0 lead in the seventh inning, I start joking about how he's going to, you know, he's going to hit his first career home run off of Michael Chavis in the eighth, you know, but he gets up in the seventh against an actual pitcher with a runner on second. And, and it cracks me up because when Greg, I tweeted this, when Greg Brown, the pirates play by play guy announces him, 
says something about it being his last game because oh. he's his last because he is getting sent down. Mm-hmm. Right. Like he mm-hmm. technically got sent down before the game and then re-added to the roster as the 27th man for the double header. Right. So he's out. He's already been sent down. Um, yeah. No, no. Check out the uh, in the the chat here. I, I put a picture, a link to or I put a link to his uh, MILB. Like, look at the banner one of like the, the action shot of him. You know, it looks like he's like jogging to first base after a walk or something. He looks like fucking Gene Simmons or something. Oh, yeah. Like he, I he, looks, to him as being... he looks way older than 33. Oh, yeah. I called him a hard 33 in Pirates. Yeah. Jab. No one told this guy about Sunblock until like last year. I still get carded when I buy cigarettes. I'm 34 <laughs> years old. Like this man is uh, uh, about was he? he's he's eight months younger than me. He looks yeah. like he owns Doesn't a car great. dealership in Tucson. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. No, that is Tucson skin. That's a real thing. Yeah. This yeah, man no, took he... over Dale Gribble's pest killing business. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, yeah. you yeah. So, but he gets up, and I don't. I think uh, Hobie something. Hobie Milner. Hobie Hara. What? No, no there are Hobie two Hobies. Ha- there are two Hobies. <laughs> it's like Hobie Hara. One of them is H O B E Y, and one of them is H O B Y. There are multiple like there Hobies. Are, there are two Hobies yeah. because, as we learned. In our watch along, there's Hobie Milner on the Brewers, and then there's another Hobie. Hobie Harris. Tanner, Hobie, Hobie Harris. Harris. Um, H-O-B-I-E Harris. Yeah, so Hobie. he lines a single up the middle, right? <laughs> like a clean, nice line drive up the single, up the middle, Pepperoni. gets an RBI. And then he comes up again in the ninth. And this time he is facing a position player. Um, I'm not remembering his name, but he's an infielder. And he doubles off of him. And then Castro hits a home run. So he gets to jog around the bases (laughs) and score a run. And so now, after all of this, he's two for six Mm -hmm. with an extra base hit, a run and an RBI. And like his fucking baseball reference page looks great. Yeah, no, yeah. retired like, now. His career batting it. average is three thirty three, and he slashes. It's like his OPS is eight thirty three. No one with a weighted on base percentage of one point oh seven four gets to have that forever. Just retire now. You're done. Yeah. Here's what I want to know about Drew Maggi. The entire time, last you know week and a half or whatever, that people have been talking about him so much. I've heard him talk about it on his podcast and all this stuff here. Uh, he's an anomaly and about how, you know, he's grinded his way through the minor leagues. And as we all know, even with the recent reforms in the minor leagues, it's still hard to make your living there. What's what's Drew Maggi's family situation like? Did he marry an heiress? How has he been able to do this for, for so long? I don't know. I mean, they didn't look poor. We should reach out to Drew Maggi. You know, I mean, he but has like no information about his personal life on his Wikipedia page at all. Okay, the, yeah, there's no there's no information on his Wikipedia page here, but it says that he uh, right. was an ASU grad. Uh, he came up through the, as a Sun Devil in the baseball system, so he is married to a uh, real estate dealer who is yes. two years younger than him, who made yep. a ton of money in this in uh, like Awatuki uh, in the Awatuki neighborhood. Uh, 10 years ago and they're set for life he can play baseball in the minors for as long as he wants is that right. for real no that's just the trajectory that happens if yeah. you're an you ASU, ASU grad at that time 
Okay, yeah. so let me just since you are since you're a Phoenix person, I'm looking at his baseball reference page. Oh, he's an Arizona he's, guy through and through. Yeah, he went to yeah, yeah, yeah. Brophy. Yeah, he went to Brophy College Preparatory. Yeah, is that at like a rich kid prep school? After or Katrina, is that a magnet school? After Hurricane Katrina, I went to Brophy for a few months. It's a Catholic school. It was the sister school for my school in New Orleans. Oh, okay. sort of. It was like an improvised, like well, you, the hurricane, the refugees. There were three of us. And I went to Brophy for like six for like four months after Hurricane Katrina. It's it's like a preppy like Catholic school. Okay, so, so that's who his parents are. Yeah, you know. Well, I'll, I'm gonna see if I can get a hold of him. Otherwise, I'll just like you know show don't up drop outside. The, don't drop the Brophy ref to get me no, in. That'd be kind of hard to explain. It's an all boys school. I won't. I won't do that. <laughs> <laughs> I won't do that. I'll just like show up outside of Derek Shelton's house or something. Say I went to Sacred Heart. That'll translate. You wait, no, 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 no. You should just <laughs> no. You should you should say you should say Brophy. You should say you are their most distinguished alum because it's now <laughs> in a way it's true. You are distinguished from the rest. The thing yeah. is, we're like four or five months apart. He was there. He must have been there when I was there. Yeah. <laughs> I probably sat in a class with this guy and didn't know until just now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I Lauren, I'm I'm obsessed with your you you could just like God. I went to high school with that guy. You you have that line. Yeah, this is great. This is but after um uh, a guy who's like uh uh uh, six man on the uh in Orlando uh for the last couple of years, DJ Augustine. This is now my this is the second best athlete I went to any kind of school with. Excellent. Yeah, that's pretty cool. And like what what's funny is in the same game, right, where he got his two hits against the Nationals, uh Cody Bolton, who also has been fucking grinding in the minors and constantly getting injured for a long time. I made his major league debut. He's probably, I'm going to look him up, but he's no spring chicken, but you know, um, 24 ancient, yeah. 24, not terrible, old. but I for, think for he like got a drafted out of high yeah. school. Yeah. He's been in the system for since 2017. It's not uh, yeah. Short yeah. Stint. Yeah. the only, yeah. Uh, so not, yeah. So he's been there for a while and he kept getting hurt and he's a guy that everyone loved, mm -hmm. but he kept getting hurt. So he gets, you know, in the post game, someone is interviewing him and they ask him about, Maggie and he's like, yeah, we played together last year, so I'm really happy. It's like, of course you did. Everyone has played with Maggie. In the minor I have to imagine you know? if 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 I were Maggie, if if I had if he thought like I did, there would have been a moment in the clubhouse after after Bolton came up where he would have been like, enjoy it while you can, Rook. <laughs> yeah, because this guy is like Crash Davis, but he never even got his cup of coffee. Yeah. So like, yeah. 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 No, that is, I mean, that's basically it, right? Yeah. This was, this was his, this was his Crash Davis moment. And he, you know, he made the most of it. And when he it got the It would be hit, very funny if, you know, they were talking about like, well, Drew Maggi's coming up, start the clock on the service time. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, uh... <laughs> you know, you're only going to have him. You're only going to have him through his age 39 season. <laughs> we were joking about in Pirates chat that what he sh should do is like come off the field limping, mm. you know, <laughs> yeah. and then have to be on the IR <laughs> for the rest of the year. And he gets like a full year of service time yeah. and a half million yeah. bucks. <laughs> and then he can come out of that uh, doing the James Brown thing where they put a cape on him and he pretends right. to be all. <laughs> <laughs> 
um, but yeah, no, he's gonna he's gonna finish his career with an OPS plus of one twenty five. Good, Good for him. Good. And I I had no idea about the connection to like the the coaching angle. That's awesome. Good for him. No, that that's really complete, cool. That's not a real angle. That is me. Theorizing. That's speculation. Yeah. But like, I feel like the only reason like they would keep a guy around guy. like that. Yeah. Yeah, like, why do you keep calling him back? Because he because he's not hitting well enough. But they like his makeup. They think he's sharp. You know, he whatever. Mm-hmm. I think they want him in the organization. And I yeah. think this is a way of like being like we're family, right? And they called him up because they only needed him for a couple of days. Yeah, does, like as cutthroat of a business as it is, like stuff does happen like that where they go, we just like this guy and we want to give him a couple days of service. Sure, yeah. or something i mean it, it happened to nick gordon on the twins a bunch uh before he finally like was like really a part of the team but he got a couple of call-ups in uh 2021 or some 2020 whatever that yeah where like he's been on the team for a while he's gone through some shit he was sick like we're gonna get we're just gonna put him on and give him some service time and that but, that we're family shit is so much better than actually having to pay him as much as he paid to go somewhere exactly. else exactly so. and in the most cynical way of thinking you you don't have to burn an option on another guy yeah. who you want to be able to abuse financially. Right. The like, else in double A. Yeah. Yeah. Like you don't want to like use an option on Leo over Pagaro if you're not going to call him up at all this year. So you don't, you call up Drew Maggie. That's not how the options work though. They don't work on like you uh, only like have so many times to send them down. It's how many like, years of whatever service right, that's what yeah, i mean yeah. if you're not going to otherwise yeah. call him up this mm-hmm. year you don't burn the option for because they right. did call him up at the end of last year yeah so if they do it two years in a row now you're the clock starts ticking yeah, 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 yeah. on whether you can keep him in the organization but if you call up maggie instead now you don't worry about it unless Pagaro actually hits his way up to the majors this year mm-hmm. right so there's a cynical way that you can add to it but i'm never going to mention that again <laughs> like I just like it as a cool story, not yeah. as a cynical story. No, 100% agree. It's baseball. Yeah. They've proven to us that we need to be cynical. They will make everything on this like, podcast. You know, cynical and shitty. So like, yeah, you gotta... <laughs> right. I mean, that's why I brought it up. <laughs> yeah. And so, I mean, you guys will remember the name, but I don't. The 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 guy who was the like the real Crash Davis, who set like the minor league home run record, who got like a cup of coffee with them like finally got a cover begins the last name begins with an h or something mm-hmm. um who finally like got the call up hessman hessman yeah got the call up with like detroit maybe or the marlins or something like that um those are cool stories because it's yeah. it's a tough grinding it out in the minors it's a tough goddamn life and, and it, to, also it i think it is worth noting how many yeah. how often it is that the coaches and trainers are guys who live that life without the major league success a lot of the time mm-hmm. who themselves maybe just had a cup of coffee maybe just played for a season or two maybe never made it at all like that's a lot of the people who are in charge of these things of the ostensible yeah, on-field I, decisions. Yeah, I mean, you know, we're talking like Madden, Leland, you know, guys who just were minor leaguers with a good head on their shoulders or whatever. Mm-hmm. You, know, you know, and I think that's like when you think about that, you're like, oh, that's who they think Maggie is. Maybe not major league manager, but this is a guy we want to keep yeah. in the organization. So that was that was like off the top of my head. I'm like, that's why you call up a banjo hitting double. Play infielder and maybe in 10 in. years we will see him uh as a major league manager and he'll, he'll be 43 and look like tony larissa yeah 
And then we'll find out that he doesn't get the job because someone asks him where he was on January 6th. And then none of this is funny. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. You know, but that's the thing. You can't be cynical. It just (laughs) crazy. You know, you only turn it into jokes. So everyone Mm -hmm. knows that in your heart, you're actually a dark asshole. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Well, okay. A whole bunch of cynical talk. We've talked about the pirates. Should we get into our other couple of of topics that we should talk about for the week before we get out of here? I desperately want to take a look at the standings. Okay, let's do it, Stephen. Oh, good. More pirates talk. Let's take a look at the standings. <laughs> a lot of lot of unexpected teams to talk about when it comes to yeah, look at the top of the standings, yeah. which is very fun. Very the Pittsburgh fun. Pirates being the best team in the National League is very funny. Wait, uh, wait, it's wait. A good bit. And it's not even just the central, it's the whole national league. It's right the now. whole yeah. national yeah. league. I think they're good leading Lord. both leagues in uh run differential. Yeah, the 16-1 will do that. Yeah, really. <laughs> Uh, they are not leading. They have a 48 run differential. The Rays have a 103. Yeah, oh, that that's makes sense. Sense. So yeah. that's not even accounting just for tonight. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, unexpected. Some 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 surprises here. We've got uh, Pittsburgh in first in the central and St. Louis in last. Not a surprise. They're having a bad time. Not a surprise. But a real evil. rough season. Yeah. I don't think that it's going to last forever, but I don't think that uh, that uh, Cardinals Devil Magic is real this year. No, they're not good. You've seen a lot of them, haven't you, Steve, uh, haven't you, Charles? Because they played uh, the Pirates like a lot so far. Yeah, they but split like... the series. They went 2-2. I think the Pirates might have honked one of them. Okay. But uh, yeah, they split 2-2 with St. Louis. But like Goldschmidt's still playing great, but Arenado has been uh. terrible. It was really bizarre, like him coming off of a uh, great you know, career year. Like he came off of his like career MVP. year last yeah, MVP year, year, MVP yeah. year last year. He was, yeah. Like, and, and then he's just been terrible. Stole, stole the gold glove from Brian Hayes. I know that, <laughs> uh, Bauman, we just mentioned his writing earlier. Uh, he wrote a piece about like, is there yeah. a correlation between participating in the world baseball classic and slumping? Uh, be- uh, Brought on by uh, a question from our both of our friends, friend of the pod, Trevor Strunk, who uh, noted that the Phillies noted that the Phillies have been off to a rough start, specifically the ones that were in the Uh, WBC. Uh, Phillies had a rough start last year. uh, And, you know, but like as we, we can even just look at the Cardinals, though, because like their outfield has been terrible mm-hmm. pretty much except for Lars Newtbar. Yeah, I, so now, Bauman ultimately uh, found no correlation, but... Arnold yeah, also had a really hard 2020, and that was like 200 plate appearances at 120 now. I wouldn't be surprised. This is not... In, in any season other than 2020, you, you would not really look at 200 plate appearances and be like, well, that's no, that's mean, the course of a full season. We're all plus, I mean, a plus, I mean, like, who played more than Otani? Yeah, <laughs> really. WBC. Yeah. You know, yeah, like he's doing like, fine. Give me, give me a break, man. The dude put on a mustache and snuck out onto the field over the objections of yeah. the Angels' front office. You know, uh, I don't so, want to hear that kind of complaining. Also, interesting. Staying, staying in the Central a little bit. Um, the Cubs are weirdly winning record. Not as bad as I thought they would be. Yeah, figuring out yeah. Cody Bellinger, maybe figuring it. Yeah, might have something to do with some of that. Who who yeah. wins this division? 
Brewers easily. The Brewers. Brewers, the Brewers will easily win this division. I like that the Pirates. You know, I'm I'm more bullish on the Pirates than I was even a week or two ago. But yeah. I think it's still the Brewers to lose. I, I don't think, think I don't think I mean, they're only really a game up. That. I think they're they're only a game up on the Brewers. And yeah, the Brewers are you know probably <laughs> better team. But like they're you know it's like one of those things where you just like the wins at the beginning of the season simply count. Yeah, and, they do. You know, and so and so if they are in like they are just putting you know a fifth of the season behind them and they are you know progress towards the wild card you know like Mm that i don't know what it's at now since they lost their last two games because they lost this one while we were recording the uh but they were uh you know one of the projectors had moved them up to like 20 something percent at a certain point at this point in the year that's really good for any team to make the they've had one uh, of the biggest playoffs bumps uh so far of, of any yeah of because i think yeah. it started as just a laugh emoji really no <laughs> very hard to program that in sql yeah they, i don't know how they did it it was the, the ai just spit it out even the worst teams always get kind of just like a nominal one percent or something yeah i haven't uh-huh. looked in a, in a couple of days but i mean they were sitting at like 21 percent the other day mm-hmm. which is yeah. way fucking higher than they were before then uh, it was one of the you know the biggest jumps that there has been biggest jumps or biggest uh declines I mean, look, tonight they lost to the Rays four to one. They had a million people on base in the early innings and just couldn't push more than one across. It happens. You know, they're getting they're getting on base and like the they don't they they're they seem phony because they're not using the bad part of their bullpen at all. And like some of it seems a little luck driven, but they don't seem completely phony. Like they Mm -hmm. seem real enough that I can like talk about the wild card game with a straight face. Mm -hmm. The, the pirates have seen a huge jump in their playoff odds going up. The Cardinals have seen a huge decline in theirs going down. Um, If we go over to the NL East, the Marlins have seen a huge jump in theirs. Over too. 500 team. This is they're, such a weird year. Over for so many five, they, are, they are, as we speak, in second place. And you know, you know, what the <laughs> and the, uh, the 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 Marlins, like they had they've had really good vibes down there lately. They've actually mm-hmm. been selling some tickets and stuff, too. I saw a game there the other night where it wasn't like fucking desolate mm-hmm. inside of that stadium. So like stuff's going stuff's going really, really good there. For sure. People went to the World Baseball Classic and were like, shit, is baseball fun? It's actually kind of a fun stadium. Yeah, yeah too. Right. Um, my, it was funny because my uh, my son looked over my shoulder during the 61 game and he like saw the stands in Washington. And he was like, what the fuck? And I'm like, well, <laughs> you know, in the fans' defense, they're losing by 15. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, like, I don't know how many tickets they sold. Yeah. But I think, I think, you know, when the, when the, when someone had to put a one up on the board, <laughs> like people mm. might have started heading for the yeah. exit. For instance, uh, but the NL East anyway, Braves on the top. They're at twenty and ten. They're playing great. The Mets uh, at sixteen and thirteen. Well, like the record's fine, but it feels like the Mets haven't really acted. Every Mets fan I know is like that. That they're that way regardless. They want. Yeah. They're in hell. They want to die. And... Yeah. No, and that's ridiculous. They're acting like Phillies fans, frankly. No, they're um, acting like Yank. They're acting like Yankees fans. Yeah. 
because they've put a billion dollars into. Well, I just wanted to give Steven some shit because he's here. But uh, (laughs) I am so glad the the Phillies were just the Phillies finally clawed back to five hundred. Yes, by beating by taking a series from the Houston Astros, and that is what has caused Phillies Twitter to stop being annoying as shit. Is Trevor doing okay? I have not checked in on Trevor. All right. We should check on Trevor soon. <laughs> he's probably just like, he's probably just coasting on the uh, Eagles draft, frankly. Yeah. And the, that's what and most the Sixers, people have been doing. The Sixers have won five playoff games in a row. He probably isn't even thinking about baseball. As well, he mm-hmm. sh- probably should not <laughs> for this time of year. For his own mental health, he's not. The Phillies are 500. Not great. Not terrible. Uh, It is. May 2nd and Bryce Harper is returning to play. Yeah. Yeah. I saw he was very excited about that. Insane. He had Tommy John surgery. Uh, Let's see. uh, 160 days ago. Well, but he's not throwing a curveball. Harper and Stone explained this. Uh, Mormonism is the one true faith. Batting around a Mormon podcast. (laughs) And in fact, we believe that the 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 empire should expand back to its original borders of Missouri and Southern Illinois. <laughs> okay, can we go through this? NL West Dodgers have taken their spot back on top. Uh, yeah. Our our fun little reign of the Diamondbacks uh, being on top of the NL West is over, yeah. but I don't think they're out. Still a number two. Uh, you know, shout out. They're still spicy. Shut up. We need to shout out Zach Gallon. We need to talk Absolutely. about it. We need to talk about a West Coast team for 30 seconds and say <laughs> Zach Gallon has been an awesome streak that ended tonight at 28 yeah. innings of scoreless baseball. Incredible. Uh, shout out to the entire half of the country we never talk about on this podcast. Yep. You guys are, are doing interesting things with your 15 teams, too. Congratulations, West Coast. You have now become flyover country with uh, us peons in the Midwest. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, Giants Rockies, I think, are going to sit in that exact position, but I think the Padres Diamondbacks Dodgers is going to fluctuate a little bit. I would they need love to, to think about just playing their games early. Yeah, I would yeah, love be to fine with Diamondbacks. me. Have did did any of you get a chance to watch the Mexico City series? I didn't, no. uh, uh, but I saw the wonderful celebration that they were doing during it. Uh, but I did want to talk about the Mexico seri- City series a little bit. I, I only saw the scoreboard spinning like the Times Square debt clock. Yeah, <laughs> I think. Yeah. Uh, no, this this was really fun <laughs> because, like, you know, we we talk about uh, expansion a lot, and we've frequently t- talked about how cool it would be for there to be a Mexico City team. Um, but in case anybody didn't watch this one, there was what it was uh, like. 14 home runs or something in that game. Yeah, it's the launching pad. We all kind of thought it would, would be. Well, it it really, really was. And uh, p- it did, was a. Did uh, I read correctly that they didn't humidify the balls like they like normal? Why, like at all? No. Here, here's the thing. No, they they treated it just like a normal MLB game. They did not Isn't have thirty percent higher than Denver. Yeah. Yes, but well, but with the exchange, I have the answer for this, though. (laughs) One, they probably should have done at least somewhat of an increased humidity on it. I'm not saying that they shouldn't have. But the problem with having to do the humidor there is if they had done even a 100 percent humidity humidor for those balls, it would have brought it outside of. I learned this from Ben Lindbergh of Effectively Wild. 
that they uh it would have brought the balls to outside of the acceptable weight range because mm. five oh. ounces to five and a quarter ounces is the amount that a is the acceptable amount for a ball and if you put a baseball into 100 percent humidity humidor for the appropriate amount of time it becomes more like 5.75 ounces or something like that so it gets significantly heavier so the because, question like, really was the... are we going to injure the pitchers by making them throw 240 pitches in these game <laughs> or are we gonna make them or are we gonna hurt them by giving them a shot put right no oh yeah yeah yeah. no like it 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 really did kind of show us practically what some of the problems of having a mexico city team are yeah. because having a mexico city team would be great because it would open up a huge market for major league baseball mm-hmm. like gigantic one it would help lead uh mexican players to major league baseball more often none of the owners would object because it's not anywhere fucking close any of their markets but then we. i see believe this. the giants claim mexico city do they really <laughs> no 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 considering there are three teams closer no um, yeah, 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 yeah no i know no, i know it's how they know. like it's how they fucked oakland yeah, yeah, yeah. for all that time mm. you, what do you what do you do about this because like you can't just put in a humidor to to make it do, do you use a different ball when you're there ooh, just... ooh, ooh, <laughs> i know the answer i know the answer what the Mexico City Atleticos, and it it helps their bad players be good. Oh, but they're but they're playing normal, but they're playing normal sure. baseball. But John Fisher has to retain the team, so we know they're going to be bad players. Yeah. <laughs> and then I also thought about the fact that the visiting teams will be good, and then yeah, they will kinda, actually yeah. get to play. No, the yeah. visiting teams might fucking die. That's true. When they go there, and then when they leave there, they really might fucking die. Like, yeah. I, I think if there is an answer here, a lot of people would probably lean to like some like weird like polo grounds park dimension kind of thing. But then you're just getting the same. You have the same problem that Colorado then has where it just becomes like a, a triples and doubles paradise. Yeah, it's exactly. a really t- it's a really challenging problem. I don't know what it is with episodes with Charles on, but we are yelling. we are we are yelling and interrupting all over the place today. We get an attorney yeah, no, on. We, I, start we have we um, have not stuck on a topic uh seamlessly once you two uh, are just intimidated by having an adult around yeah <laughs> it's true that's true i do this every day the other standings thing that i really want to talk about is the fact that the new york yankees are in last place that is oh, delightful it's that is delightful. perfect Ooh, last time i looked they were in fourth so this is delicious it's amazing the rays are doing their thing Love they're you know I I don't like them, but you know they're not nearly as haram as Boston or New York. So good for them. Eight hundred, jeez. Yeah, no, and Baltimore has a better record than anyone in the National League. Yeah, or else are playing good baseball still. Yeah, yep. we've kind of moved away from talking about them every week. But Toronto, my my new AL team since I have. Uh, disavowed the the athletics uh are let me tell you i went to two games last week rogers center looks amazing now they're playing fantastic baseball and they're in third place those renovations are amazing uh go to the rogers center if you can uh i think it i think it got bumped up to like up in my like stadium rankings just by like over the course of from last year to this year but uh that's all irrelevant um They're playing good fucking baseball. 
Yeah. You know, you know, what's a bit of a fun fact here is if you, you could add the wins for the Royals and the athletics together, and they would still be below behind the Yankees in last place in the AL East. Yep. That's feast or famine league American league. Excellent. I don't know. I think they're just beating up on the real dog shit teams. I mean, yeah, Oakland has six wins. Kansas City has seven. Chicago has nine. There are like three teams. The, White the Sox best of them have hell. a 300 record. What happened? Mm. Who, who? What happened to the White Sox? That's we we've already talked for like more than so much. an hour. We, that that yeah. you we we need to we have plenty of suicidal uh, White Sox friends we could bring on to talk about that for an hour. I'm going to say one thing about the White Sox, though. During when I first got on baseball Twitter, I would say about 2016, 2017, I made a lot of friends with White Sox fans. Uh, We were all in it, hating Cleveland and the Cubs together. And it was really, really fun. And then, uh, you know, I stuck with them through their lean years, even when the twins were, you know, setting home run records, winning uh, went in pennants or went in, uh, you know, AL Central pennants and stuff. And then, as soon as the twins faltered and the White Sox started playing well 2021, they all started shitting on me. So, I am reveling <laughs> in the White Sox <laughs> just being in a fucking free fall. I love it. I absolutely yeah. love it. I want that. I am, I've now come gone uh, around and I am with every other twins fan in the area. I fucking hate the White Sox. And I want them to completely eat shit. They did beat the twins tonight, but congratulations. You have nine wins. Uh, you are, a, yeah, you are barely above the Kansas City Royals right now. Eat shit, White Sox fans. Uh, I hope Tony LaRusa's fucking lich corpse comes back and runs your team forever. <laughs> and it very well may. Let's not rule that out. I, I want a 10,000 year Reich of Rick Hahn to fucking destroy your team. <laughs> but anyway the al central the twins and the guardians both appear to be real teams the guardians below 500 right now but i think that they're gonna figure stuff out they're still playing fun baseball they're a very good station to station they can make contact they run the bases good they have good defense they're gonna do it they are better than their record suggests the twins good uh, their rotation has been incredible, even after losing Tyler Maley and uh, Kenta Maeda, both of whom I would never trust to throw another pitch in the fucking major leagues again. Even though Tyler, because that's mostly because Tyler Maley always says that he's he's fine, he's fine, he's fine, and then he goes in the IL. Um, <laughs> but the Twins' starting rotation depth is so good that even when those guys go down, they bring up Bailey Ober and Louis Varland, two guys that almost a- that any team would want to have on their rotation. So stuff's going great there. The bats are heating up. Stuff's going really good. Even like Kyle Farmer was playing good before he got hit in the face. He's going to come back and play pretty well again, I'm pretty sure. Joey Gallo is on an incredible fucking yeah. hair coming back. It's awesome. Do you hear the the guy yelling at Joey Gallo in the bullpen? Yes, I did. Where's the boy? And that was that was not at Yankee Stadium. I know that was at Target Field because if because if you go to a, a it means almost every team if you go to a, a Yankees you know away game at almost almost anywhere there will be a ton of Yankees fans there. But it really 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 is like that at Twins games. But yeah, for people who don't know, there was a guy yelling at Joey Gallo after he hit a home run. There was somebody yelled and you could hear it on the broadcast. Why couldn't you do that in New York, you bum? <laughs> like, and it was like perfectly New York. It was incredible. It was oh, incredible. Yeah. It was really, it was really uh, funny. I 
we went yeah. to uh one of the Jays games at Yankee Stadium and I was, you know, I buy nosebleed seats because I don't give a shit. It's and so we were up there watching the game, and you know, Vladdy comes up and it's just yeah, everyone boos him. And my wife's like, "Why?" Because she doesn't really follow. She's like, "Why are they booing them?" Loves killing Yankees, yeah. No, and I'm like, "Yeah, he's just too good. They boo him because he's good." And she's like, "Really?" I'm like, "Yeah, I don't ask you to understand, but just trust me." <laughs> um. And then some guy yells, you'll never be as good as your father. <laughs> and oh, my God. I don't remember if it was immediately before or immediately after, because I don't remember my tweet about it. But either either he yelled it while he was crossing the plate or he yelled it a pitch ahead. But vladdy hit a home run which must have had a launch angle of like six degrees <laughs> like this thing this thing was going like oh, a sid finch fastball and yeah. just killed someone <laughs> in the left field stands you know like this it, it was like the pitcher was still like in his delivery when yep. that thing cleared the yep. fence and so it's like yeah this is the time to yell about yeah. his Hall of Fame father. Plus, he's having he's like batting 330. Mm-hmm. You know, he's having his own Hall of Fame career. Who are you kidding? Also, you're sitting three miles away. Yeah. And he's been killing your team since he he's was like 21 swaying. years old. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was just so satisfying because he got to hit his next time up too. The guy's like, Ooh, I love I love the stuff with Vladdy I, where he he's doing the Ken Griffey Jr. angle where he's like, I'll never fucking play for the yankees yeah yeah like, so that's good. so yeah. it's so that's, good yeah. i i love that because it's like yeah you might give up a little bit of leverage uh you know on some things later but like you are endearing yourself to so many fucking people and I mean, everyone mm-hmm. hates the yankees yankee stadium is not a team that sees like a ton of visiting fans because they yeah. sell really well mm-hmm. but every fucking canadian in the city <laughs> yeah. goes to the blue jays yeah. games mm-hmm. and so there is like a real blue jays crowd I love it when the jays are here it's so fun when the jays are here they, they, they just fill the stadium with all these canadians uh, the ones that come down from like the middle of the country that aren't anywhere fucking close to Toronto. Oh, they like when, come they, down when here. they invade Seattle. Yep. And I always end up like get convincing some Canadians to buy me drinks all night. It's awesome. I love it. <laughs> I love how I love how great. like they invade Seattle and everybody in Seattle gets so fucking mad that they're I love there. It. And you're just over here like it. making friends with them so that they buy you drinks. It works every time. <laughs> it works every fucking time. It's great. It's so fun. Yeah, they can't really invade here because there's still some clauses about the War of eighteen twelve that kind of yeah. prevent. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they did burn the White House. Yeah, bit of a chip uh, on our shoulder about that still. You know what? I think that's the coolest thing the Canadians have ever done. <laughs> uh, yeah, that or John Candy. Yeah, but he was in Canadian Bacon, which was a movie basically trying to do War of eighteen twelve part two. <laughs> so. Uh, uh yeah i get it um okay we go on al west let's get the last one here oh uh, i thought we already talked it uh okay rangers good uh rangers <laughs> good we like the rangers they are still holding off the houston astros somehow critical support for the rangers as well they deal with the astros menace honestly <laughs> yeah i yeah. just hope the seattle Mariners, having I a just... shockingly mediocre yeah. season i think it'll still turn around but yeah Especially losing like, Robbie Ray is going yeah, to be better. They have so much. That's true. That's super true. But they have so much fun stuff going on. And like Jared Kalanick has been really good. He's like one of the 
He's like number 15 in war or something right now. He's yeah. really good. They have so many fun guys. We see all these guys. Like, so I really, really hope they can do it. Uh, they're the they're allowed to... athletics, the better. Oh, God. Um, but go ahead. Go to your Sam of the Mariners. Sorry. Oh, no. I was just going to say they're allowed to be good now because they finished their series against Philly and Blue and Toronto. It was back to back. And I like watched every one of those games. Like, well, portions of them. I'm like, wow, I really have a lot of. Well. Yeah, no, they have permission now. I'm I'm the God Emperor <laughs> of the world. Um, and of course, the angels are still doing their tungsten thing. Yeah, the angels uh, are angelsing. Oh. They're a game above 500 and they're in the middle and they're very mediocre. I, I would clicked. like them to start doing something that kills that joke, but it's like forever. Yeah. yeah. You yeah. know what? You know what? You know what'll kill that joke next when year both when both of he's them not on the away. team. Yeah. And yeah. then there's no reason to pay attention to the angels yeah. whatsoever. <laughs> and it again. just becomes sad. It will go from being tungsten arm sad to actually sad. Yeah, you can't yeah. recreate the joke when the best player on your team is Brandon Drury. <laughs> Doesn't work the same way. It was like him and Hunter Renfro, not quite the same compelling duo. Have we already forgotten that Trout is basically there for the rest of his life? No. I try haven't. not to think about it, and I also try to convince myself that that's not true. Like, that there's some way out of it. Yeah. I'm in, I I'm in denial. I got... At least Gwyn made the playoffs, and he yeah. was from there. <laughs> I uh, I got clickbaited so hard the other day. Like, um, yesterday I brought up the, the, the secondary browser that I use for, like, you know, logins on websites, on secondary stuff to bring up our... Uh, our Patreon and the like MSNBC or whatever fucking default homepage news on there was like terrible news about Mike Trout and Shohei Otani. And I was like, I were they in that, a... yeah. yeah, I was like, did they, were they in a plane crash? Are they in the fucking Andes eating each <laughs> they, other right now? Have they, been, <laughs> have they been in some sense freed from this cosmic existential crisis? <laughs> yeah. But no, all it was instead was like, oh yeah, they're, uh, they, you know, the angels are bad. Despite having these guys on there, <laughs> have you seen these tungsten Armo Doyle tweets? Did you know about this? And that's what the whole fucking article was. I was so mad. Well, anyway, angels are bad. Uh, they're above five hundred. Fucking a. Uh, but like, yeah, who cares? Who cares? I, I, you know, I don't care about the AL West. I, that's none of my business over there, honestly. <laughs> uh, yeah, I only insist we care about the NL West because there's teams over there I personally find. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, if the Mariners are doing good. Oh, uh, then, then, then I'm okay with paying attention to the ALS, but otherwise, none of my business. Yeah, we just assume that the PCL is its yeah. own league, like the American Association. Exactly, exactly. Um, should we try to get a couple of mailbag questions in here? I know we have a lot for for Pirates chat. Well, we, yeah, we let's fire up fire up Pirates chat once again. Let's hoist the Jolly Roger. Let's set sail on. The Monongahela. Okay, we got all the we, we covered it on the pirates puns. Yeah. I was trying to avoid those altogether, but all right, whatever. Maybe I'll let it up. I will say that David Bednar's uh nickname is Renegade, and Renegade by Sticks is his uh walkout music. Oh, that's okay, pretty that's, good. That's that's, that's and good. yeah, except that it's really sort of depressing to hear <laughs> Greg Brown say the jig is up. Yeah, the news is out. <laughs> oh, no. And he gets yeah i was like oh come on man but really the uh the pirates are waiting for the jig is up and for them to finally be found yeah uh, man. <laughs> yeah sorry so hostile 
vid underscore cynic asks, who's the most handsome player in the Pirates? And why is it G Juan Bay? He's very good looking. He's so yeah, hot. He is a, he's a, he he's is, a really it's good very, looking and it's, guy. And it's very disappointing because, and I'm going to break the heart of whoever wrote that question. Um, but uh, just Google G Juan Bay arrest. <laughs> oh, no. Um, yeah, yep. he, he yep. choked his girlfriend when he was in 17. He sure did. Um, I hate this news. All right. Yeah, it's very depressing. And I like, and I do not like, it's the kind of like, I have to have like sports blinders for this shit because I think like not all of it and I talk about it, but like, I can't have it ever present in my mind while I'm watching because mm-hmm. like, I assume that most of these guys are psychos in one way or another. And I wasn't mm-hmm. past that graveyard, but if you're going to be like a real fan fan of a guy, I have to be like, Oh, you know, <laughs> you know, he, uh, it was like a re- like I did. I have intentionally not read enough, a lot about it because I just don't want to get more depressed mm-hmm. than the kind of baseline information. But it was like one of these things where he was threatening to kill himself. Yeah. And he was also attacking her. If you break up with me, it's a work. And it's like, he, he choked her and he was you know he i think he pled guilty but he he was 17 and i think his fine was like two thousand the equivalent of like two thousand dollars or something like really paltry punishment Mm. and so it's but he's a very very handsome man so is cabrian hayes though yes and he as we've discussed before is pure of heart um So, uh, sorry, my son is outside screaming uh, on the phone with his friend over some video game thing. <laughs> Relatable. Or, Been there. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, town is being invaded right now. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um, the, yeah, so the, um, I'm trying to think, because they had, I mean, the the real, like the, the handsome man, the capo de tutti capo of pirates, I think, is Starling Marte. Oh, who is yeah. like, like model gorgeous. <laughs> um, like he was a guy, my wife walked was like, Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> just like walking past the TV when I was watching. It was like, oh, I'm like, all right, you can't, I'm, you can't have a list. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I think also we're all of the age now where we should start be- being like, yeah, you know, that Rich Hill guy is pretty, you know. Right, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Give it up she, for the silver she fox. She chose her type. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Sorry, you drew the short straw. <laughs> Starling Marte is 34. All right. Oh this was, I got a question for Steven here. This one's from at Mulder Batflip. I don't understand the context for it, so maybe you can explain it. Um, at Mulder Batflip says, what happens to the dog if the Phillies start spiraling? You know what he's talking about there? What they're talking about? The, do- the oh, dog? Oh, the Phillies got a new... The, the Phillies got, they got a, a dog. They got a dog. Uh, his, Why his, haven't we talked about this? His yet? name is Major. He's the cutest fucking little okay. lab, black lab puppy in the Perfect. world. Bad name for dog. Sorry. No, that's that's like naming a sheriff or something, you know? It's yeah. some true bullshit that I'm trying not to think about. Um, but I'm sure the dog is leaves, great. Whatever. But yeah. the dog, the dog itself is perfect. He's disappointing his parents. He's a drum mate. <laughs> uh, yeah. I know how that goes. Uh, <laughs> so right, the major. stick in his mouth is a is a is a lame baton. 
Yeah. No, we we will do <laughs> nothing to the dog if there. the Phillies spiral. We only we don't throw uh, canines onto the field when they're bad. We throw dollar dogs <laughs> onto the field when they're bad. There's a yeah. big difference. That was such a cool video. Oh, the uh, hot dog. Oh, I'm still thinking about yes. that. I showed that. It's like the rare video clip I actually showed to all my friends. That's baseball. That was, that was one of my favorite. My When I, I really, the tweets of mine that I actually genuinely like are the ones that I know that will get people mad. Uh-huh. And I've referred to that as a blizzard. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Guy Incognito asks. Why Not explaining the- that to my dad. Yeah. <laughs> Well, why did the Pirates trade Hoy Park and deprive me of the chance to see three Korean players in the same infield? Oh, that's a good question, but it was because he was terrible. Because <laughs> he was bad. Um, All right, easy enough. You like he's not Korean; he's Chinese. But Yu Chang had like a really good WBC. Cool. Um, yeah, it was fun to watch him. Like, and he's playing. I think Boston signed him, and he's playing decently this year. At Tim Dragonwagon, should the AL North have their own addition? A wild card spot as a fan of an al uh central team <laughs> which is what you meant when you said al north you're thinking <laughs> of football um but no as an al central fan no no they should not uh we should not be subjecting the rest of the league to that if they can get it on their own merits fine but no okay and then we have some first for the show here the first is we have received a question not on twitter not on discord not an email but on Blue Sky. Oh. Oh, yeah. We're all on Blue Sky now, right? All four of us? Yeah. Uh, no, we're not Steven all on not. Blue Sky. I'm not on Blue Sky. <laughs> Thank you for rubbing it in, Lauren. We'll get you there. I know. But I, I all I know is that I've heard uh, Lauren and Jane talk about how many invites they have. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm, like, making novelty accounts on there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm ready. Destroying Rich Hill's blister. Right, that's why I thought. Yeah. That's why I thought Stephen was on there because there is a TGK. Yeah, I already made a Pablo Lopez season uh, <laughs> there. Uh, but no, here's our question from Viola North Blues dot Blue Sky dot Social. It's my friend Sam Bergman of the Minnesota Orchestra. A uh, really great, great dude. He has a question here, philosophical question: Colin, after so many years of pirates and aptitude, are you able to set into a settle into a comfortable low expectation space and just enjoy the game of baseball independent of your team's record or is it rage renewed every season asking as a philadelphia flyers fan with zero hope uh the answer is rage renewed like i (laughs) i like i I enjoy it when they're winning and like it's not the losing that bothers me obviously losing stinks but it's the kind of learned helplessness of some fans who like talk like GMs. Is it a is it a soft helplessness of low expectation? No, no, <laughs> it's that you get mad at like the frugality of the owners, and as bad as that is, and as condescending as the bullshit is, it gets even angrier when you have the learned helplessness of the fan base mm-hmm. who are like. Oh, well, that's what you do when you have a small budget. But like they're in a valuable team. They're a profitable team because they get money from other teams, but they don't to put it into major league contracts, which is why when they sign a guy like Velasquez or whatever, you're like, okay, good. <laughs> like, like we're spending a little money. They extended Reynolds, and so that felt good. That was cool. You know, they bought, they extended. I think they already extended Hayes through his ARB years. And so, or at least close. 
you know, so they're making some moves, so it's not totally pathetic, but it's still pretty pathetic mostly. Um, and so you have to you have to hope that it's like it's real because they didn't spend any money in 2015 when they when the money when they were on the part of the you know the curve or whatever where yeah. they should have spent a shitload of money they didn't and they lost in the wild card again yeah. you know so so that's so yes rage renewed because whenever you think they are like close and then they don't make that last push you get really angry mm-hmm. but it's mm-hmm. so much fucking fun when they're winning it really rocks <laughs> all right uh uh, this one's from Twitter at Evil Sarcastodon. What's the tonnage, displacement, armaments, and length at the waterline, of course, of the Pirates frigate this year? Uh, first of all, Sarcastodon, they wouldn't be using a frigate. You don't use a frigate for piracy. No way. Uh, they're probably Christ, using Sarcastodon. They're probably using a schooner or a sloop or maybe a brigantine. Perhaps uh, even a skiff. A skiff's a little small, but for how much they're winning, I think. But you know, the, the season's early. There may be, you know, pirate putting all, all that uh Yeah, nutting will only spring for a skiff. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But you know what? If they really want to get uh at the trade deadline, if they, they really they're gonna have to trade for something, you know, probably around uh you know eighty to a hundred tons of the cargo capacity. Uh probably you know i think they're running right now with about 20 guns about 80 80 90 feet at the water line that's about how big this ship is right now i don't know i did just watch master and commander again last night so i'm really thinking about this stuff but yeah lauren do you have any insight on this i know you're another naval combat head no i think you covered everything pretty well okay. uh read the books it's always my yeah go read master commander. It, it rips watch the movie first yeah and see it. it fucking rips all right and then Last one. It's another blue sky social question at fleerultra. social. This one is for Charles. <laughs> this is from our friend Michael. This I already Charles. answered this question. What's it like having a micro penis? I already answered this question. Read my answer. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I didn't see that. I just saw him ask the question and I put it into the notes days ago. I'm sorry. No, yeah. I or said. Yesterday. I said what I said in response was it's not great. Your wife asks me to use a, but then I just tailed off because I really <laughs> don't have my heart in doing yeah. your, <laughs> you know, okay. your wife jokes. But at the t- it's funny because at the time that he asked that, it was totally decontextualized, yeah. and I found it like really gratuitous. It was, uh, but there was a New York Post story that morning about a guy talking about like there was an article about some guy talking about like his life with a micro penis or something yeah or like whatever and so like it had gone viral but i didn't know that this stuff i'm like michael what the fuck are you doing (laughs) you know like i like that's not our relationship where we like yell dick jokes at each other but in like the context of a current events thing like in retrospect i was like okay that was that was fair play. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Like at first, I was like, well, hmm. like, at, like, and I mean, I'm not like a, I'm not like a. I hold on, um, my poker game is yelling at me. I'm coming. <laughs> I think, uh, I think Andy said something posted about the the micro penis story the other day. Yeah, yes. making fun of the yeah. guy who got stuck with the stock image that they used for it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, which which is like 
kind of the humorous angle I saw in all of it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And but no, you he... hadn't had your chance yet to read the New York Post that morning, so it, you hadn't gotten to it yet. Correct. Correct. He also posted another. He also posted another thing about some, I guess, a, a woman he knew who like. Oh, or I don't remember the story. He was said, like he about... said he told the story about how an ex girlfriend of his had a had an ex that had one and sprung it on her. Right. Yeah, that's right. And, and just to, sort of didn't know how to take it. Yeah. And and no. And then got mad. Right. When she kind of yeah. made a face. So, yeah. well, I think we can end the show on the micro penis note. <laughs> <laughs> Charles, thank you. So much. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I always appreciate it. Shout out. Shout out to Lauren's dad. Yep, absolutely. <laughs> uh, he lost his check mark. We have to. Uh, <gasps> Both to my say. parents we did. Know. Yeah. Good. So uh, to all they have to do if they want it back is uh, just say lost my check mark. <laughs> yeah. Like, and back. then it comes back. <laughs> comes back for a couple minutes. I'm not I'm not walking on either of them through the, like the tech support required to do that. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right. Well, I think we got to end it there for the week. Thank you for listening, everybody. Go to patreon.com slash batting around. Sign up. It helps the show out a lot. And we're going to have some new stuff coming up here soon that I think you're going to be really excited about. All right. Bye. Let's go, Bucks. Go, Bucks.